Hey, welcome to the show. This is Get ZP with Fairson. Good day, wonderful people. Welcome to your podcast, my podcast, Get ZP with Fairson. And um, it's another week, another lovely week. We are getting to the end of it gradually and we had a fun time last time out when we together know no more about about and i actually talked about the edge of the middle city which literally means Ipadon. and today i'm going to be talking about something more entertaining something more captivating to uh sports lovers Majorly football, football fans all over the world. I'm going to be talking about the English Premier League. Uh, we all know, due to the coronavirus, due to the pandemic, uh, for some certain times, some certain time, sorry, the league was actually stopped, and they had to wait till it was okay to continue the league and then which led to a late season drama whereby we saw the likes of Manchester United picked up much much points and even Tottenham and the likes of all the teams but as it is a season we have to come to the end and it ended with Liverpool being the champions and Manchester City being the runner up with Manchester United and Chelsea completing the top four finish. So having uh, having said that, and de- that having happened, leads to a rampage of uh, player purchase by uh, top top Premier League clubs to close the gap on the champions Liverpool. It has been always exasperating to watch the Premier League, so that's why I chose it today. As it as it's going to be resuming. This weekend, it's, it's, it's back, the EPL's back this weekend, the fun, the captivity, the entertainment, the dribbles, the goals, the fouls, the, the, the emotions, the, 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 the pace, the intensity of football in English clubs is going to be back to our TV stations, we'll be able to view them and, you know, catch those moments we love the most. So, Relax, sit down, grab your less calorie popcorn or whatever and enjoy this because I'm going to be giving you a deep insights about, about um, the, the, the Premier League, the players, the purchase, who made the right purchase, who have not made the right purchase and all that stuff. Relax, have fun. Okay, um, what made this season so special? Oh, uh, this new season. Okay, yeah, two things that make this season distinct, and I'm gonna be talking much about, not much about them. The first reason why this season is special is because they're gonna have to finish a little bit earlier than the normal season. They don't really have enough time. It's gonna be a lot of jam-packed fixtures to be played here and there so this is very advisable for a team to have a large squad 
for this scene and uh, this that's due to the um uh, the effects of the um pandemic of the coronavirus but uh another thing that also would add to the intensity and is excitement and entertainment of the english premier league this news this new season of the 2021 year year 2020-2021 is that there are various additions in various clubs you know various addition of talented young players not only that there are also uh, additions of new managers new uh, uh, intellectual managers though most of these managers are uh, probably started last season but some of them started at the uh, at the mid uh, mid uh, mid uh, section of the season. For example, Carlo Arcelotti, for Everton, started at the mid. He came in in the in the mid season. Arteta, Mikel Arteta, also came in the mid season. Uh, last season was Frank Lampard's first season in the uh, in the English Premier League. But another new manager that is also um that is going to also interest most viewers is. Uh, is uh, Ma- uh, Ma- the Argentine Ma- Marco Belisa, the new Leeds manager? You know, he's a very great, great manager. People knew him before what he has done with big clubs. The Argentine is a very known, popular manager, and most managers even expect him with the likes of Pep Guardiola talking good about the manager. So, you expect the kind of classic form uh, he's going to bring to the Leeds the newly promoted Leeds team so it's not all about the players alone it's also about the managers that are coming to the Premier League this season it's one of those things that makes this year's Premier League exceptional having said that I'm going to be going to uh, talking about the player purchase like I said the purchase that most of these clubs made but I'm not actually going to be talking about um, the 20 English Premier League clubs the 20 clubs that are going to be participating in the competition this year because time will not permit me to start talking about the 20 teams but i'm just going to talk about some few uh popular teams that we all know in the premier league and i'm going to do some few analysis to aid my uh talk on my podcast i actually went online i did a little survey and i came across this bbc sports on this uh uh, prediction. So what? How did I come across this prediction? I went to the BBC Sport and I, I then I saw that they allowed their pundits to actually there are twenty four uh, radio and TV pundits to you know predict top four teams, teams that will finish in top four, and they rated uh, rit- and they rated each spot by giving first position uh, four point second position. 3 points, 3rd position, 2 points and 4th position, 1 point. So, if a team is given 1st position by a particular pundit, it gets 4 points. And so, what they did is that, after all the 24 points rated, all the teams, if they believe they can finish in top 4, they added all the points together and they used it to uh, deduce the total uh, score of its team that will actually finish in first, second, third, and fourth. And uh, uh, unfortunately, the pundits uh, picked five teams at, at random, so they end up having a 
top five instead of a top four because some pundits picked some teams, some didn't pick some teams. So totally, we have so we have the rated those teams in position one, two, three, and four. So in fifth position, we had that um, data and pundits prediction. The 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 fifth team with the least point is Arsenal. The fourth team with the second least point is Manchester United. The third team with the, the third team there is Chelsea. The second team with the second most highest point is Liverpool. And the first team with the highest accumulated points based on prediction by 24 point dates is Manchester City. So so there we have it. From so we can say from the point of view or from the predictions of these PVC pundits, they believe that Manchester City is most likely to win this new English Premier League based on their consistent performances. If you read some of the reasons most of them gave, it's because of their consistent performance and probably some of the recruits they are bringing in. Okay, okay, okay. But for me, haven't had that, haven't we said that, okay, this pundit said, said they are going to uh, take Manchester City to finish Liverpool second, Chelsea third, Manchester United fourth, Arsenal fifth. Most people might have a different opinion based on what they think or the qualities of the team they see that other people don't see. But I'm going to be helping us a little bit. I have the list of players that most teams have actually uh, purchased here and the potential players they're actually going to be purchased and one of the problems they faced last season have, have those players actually addressed those issues and that's what we're going to be talking about that's what I'm going to be talking about so I'll start from the fifth team which is uh, Arsenal Arsenal has done a little bit business they've got Ceballos they've got Gabriel and William and if you look at all those players well I think they have um, the likes of um, Pablo Mari already and um, uh, what's this name of this guy? The Sa 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 Sabali as Salabalis. You know they've got those two defenders, and then they, they bring in Pablo Mari. So I think Asma actually addressing. I'm sorry, they have Pablo Mari as Sabalis, and they brought in Gabriel. I think Asma actually are addressing their defensive issue, and it's good to see them doing that because one of the major problems last season. Not even to talk about the midfield, it was their defense. Defense was awful. It exposed their keeper, and their keeper was exposed to you know strikers, and it was always dangerous for them. And they kept conceding because of that. So I think the purchase that Arsenal has made, seemingly, seemingly is good. And they also got uh, William on free transfer from Chelsea after he left Chelsea. He's also a good winger. He can help them to you know support the team with the likes of Abumayang and like a sixteen. Danny Ceballos is a player that has played before in the Premier League. He's played before with Arsenal. He knows the team. He knows this manager, and he knows what the club wants. I think he's also an also an also exceptional deal for them there because they can help to restructure their midfield that looks a little bit shaky at times like this. But one of the major concerns I have for Arsenal is that they have not really addressed all their midfield issues as they need a very strong presence in that midfield that can make those tackles and give those right passes. And if you look at it. The likes of Guzendozi is not really doing that work well. So they need to bring in someone. And we can see they have uh, uh, Thomas Patti on their radar. And also uh, Aurey also is on, on their radar. So I think if they can get one of those guys, if not both of them, 
Aston are good to go for the Premier League season. They can actually make a title challenge for me. Okay, moving on to the next team, which is the fourth team on that uh, prediction by the pundits. Uh, the fourth team that is Manchester United. Manchester United last season finished third. It should have been. We would have said that is a great achievement. It should have been more than a great achievement if they actually had gotten to the finals of the Europa League and won it by Oleg Sokonjeva. They didn't get there, they lost at the semi-finals. They finished third above Chelsea and Leicester City. It was something of a miracle because last season most people were not even expecting them to finish in the top four and they had a top position finish. That's a little bit of encouraging for them and all that can be thanks to the Portuguese magician Bruno Fernandes, he came there. He came there to save the. He came there to save them at their at their dying moment. He was brought in January, and he brought the spark and life to the game. He was very fast, sharp striker, intelligent, with cool passes. So, not only that was their major problem last season. Not only their midfield was their major problem. They also had problem defensively. Yeah, they, they had problem defensively. And they also they also have a problem with depth. They don't have enough players playing in certain positions. They need to purchase players that can play most especially on the wing. There have been issues about um, uh, Rashford and Martial not really knowing whether they are wingers or strikers. But I think based on what I've actually gone through and I've seen, I think Martial was a winger converted to a striker, and Rashford was a striker converted to a winger. So. You technically can say most of your players, the likes of Rashford, Martial, Greenwood, they are all strikers. So they need to actually really purchase real wingers that we can say, okay, this guy is a winger. They need to purchase those those guys. They need to purchase real wingers that can bring spark, that can, they can they can make those crosses, make those assists. You know, that those 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 um, midfielders can make as their targets man and get them those passes that can be very ins- they're gonna be very incisive and you know causing problems for the defense of all that opponents so they need those wingers when you talking about this, those wingers and so let's let's let's, let's look at uh, how many signings they've actually made major signings they actually made one major signing and that is Donny van der Beek from Ajax for a fee of 35 million yeah it's a good sign it gives them depth in their midfield with the likes of Matic, Pogba, Bruno Fernandes, uh, McTominay already in the team yeah those are good midfielders with Donny joining them it makes another uh, very very uh, surplus and technical addition to the squad they have enough uh, versatile midfielders now but that's not the only issue they need they need a centre-back they need a winger they, they, they need a left-back and they're not addressing that issue yeah they, they're turning back from the Sergio Regulian deal because they don't they feel like you know when it comes two years and then Manchester uh, just comes back and say you know what we want our guy back with a bye-bye back close you know they don't want to go for him they're not really having a, a, a very uh, specific target as soon they will buy to pair with Harry uh, Maguire they, they, they don't even really even know if they're gonna get Jordan Sancho from uh, Dortmund because they were, they were, they're not willing to pay uh, the 108 uh, million feel that Dortmund are putting on this guy you know they're not really focused as to who they want to get or what they want and that will be their major problem time is going clock is ticking they need to make their decisions fast. Are we going to just bring that on and make it out and get Jordan Sanjo? Are we going to really try to push for a Mopin Cano? Are we going to look for a very suitable left back to make sure we give Shaw a competition or maybe because 
Shaw is a very injury prone player. All these issues, they're not addressing them. Yes, they've done their midfield right, but they need to get a winger, a left back, and a centre back. All that's done, then we can call them title contenders. But if they fail to get, if they fail not to get one of those signings I just mentioned, or probably one of those players that can play in that position I just mentioned, then we can see them fall short of the title next season. Okay, let's move on to the uh, next team on the list, and that would be uh, the top team. That would be Chelsea. Well, I think I don't really need to say much because Twitter has somewhat made Chelsea popular in recent times because of their uh, their their uh, loud way of uh, uh, their loud way of announcing themselves as title contenders, which is signing specific players. I'm not generally saying Chelsea is going to be tied to contenders, but what I'm saying is Chelsea has been the most active team in the transfer window this summer. They've landed seven players and they are going to be landing the eighth very soon in person of Eduardo Mendy, a new goalkeeper. And you know, last season Chelsea also was another surprise force in the top four, even for me. Because if you look at the squad they had and the manager they had, most people were not expecting a top four finish. They were probably taking like maybe like a sixth or seventh, you know. But they still had a decent top four finish. They played well, though they, they considered too much. They considered too much goals, and that was their problem. And if you look at the players that Chelsea has been bringing in, can we say they've addressed that issue? So let me let me give you a list of the names of the players that Chelsea have brought in. They brought in Simo Winner from Leipzig. They brought in Akim Ziyech from Ajax. They brought in Ben Chiwell from Leicester City. They brought in Thiago Silva, a free transfer though. He left PSG. They brought in Malang Sar, a uh, young star also on free transfer. They brought in Kai Abat, which is the, uh, one of the expensive summer signings, 71 billion from Bayer Leverkusen. And they brought in Stavia Muzayumba from of free transfer also from Barcelona but he's an 18 year old so he will play with the under 23 squad so look at all these players that Chelsea has brought in we could probably say Chelsea has visually addressed some of their issues their problems here a creative player was needed actually in Chelsea we could see Chelsea last season they struggled to really create chances most of their midfielders were not really that creative and that was one of their problems though they scored goals but they actually needed a spark Pulisic was not enough and that is why the likes of uh Avat, Chiwa, sorry, Avat, ZH is a good buy for me because these players are very skillful and they can actually provide those passes. They can provide those inch, uh, credible, credible passes that can shut the the the, the, the uh, defensive of opponents. They also have Timo Winner up there who can also be another upgrading firing power. We can get those goals for them with the likes of Polishes coming around and Mont, you know, playing up to. Uh, attacks we can see Chelsea score more goals but the big problem now is can they actually defend I think um, when you look like the likes of Thiago Silva coming coming to Chelsea it's more of a, a, men, a mentoring stuff for Chelsea young central backs than just coming to help to solve their problem I think Chelsea's defensive was might reoccur this season but in the next two three seasons they may become a very strong bold team and a very tough tough team to beat because I feel like the, the presence of Thiago Silva in this team is more like a mentoring stuff for the young stars than him coming to solve the problem. Because 
He's an experienced defender. He's played, he's played uh, in PSG and in AC Milan in top, top, you know, leagues in Europe. And he knows what it takes to make those circles, block those balls, command that backline. And that is what he's going to be doing majorly for them. And he's going to be also instilling that kind of attitude and ability on some on all of these young foes, the likes of Christensen, the likes of Zuma, the likes of Tamari, and, and, and even Rodrigo who can learn 18 or 2 from him. So I think we'll see more of Chelsea's stable defences, probably this season, uh, the next season after this one, there may be a little bit of defensive wolves. And, and the only reason that, I mean, that, might, that we might see a better, Chelsea, a better Chelsea team this season is because probably maybe they are going for their eighth purchase this season, Eduardo Mendy, a goalkeeper that could challenge Arizaba like a keeper. So I think, so far for me, Chelsea has been making the right move. Chelsea has been the only club that has been really, really addressing those issues that I actually think they... Uh, 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 they, 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 they need to address you look at Arsenal Arsenal has been addressing those issues, but money has not been really easy for them to get a midfielder you look at Manchester United they don't really seem to know what they want to actually buy in the transfer window and Chelsea has been the only team that has been focused on what they want to buy and they get what they want okay moving on uh, the second team there is Arsenal Liverpool and I think there's not much to talk about Liverpool because Liverpool only bought one player, Kostas Tismikas. Uh, <laughs> he's a left back, and that's a backup for uh, Robertson. I think for me to the Liverpool team, they don't really need to buy any player. They they've got a structure and a, a way of a, a way they play the style of play. They play high press, fast attack with the full back joining the attack. You know, I think Liverpool they have a structure and that structure fits them so much that they don't really need to change anything. They just need to keep going, play their game. They have the players. Most people are talking about depth. <sighs> The depth is not a problem, really. They got, they've got players that can actually come and they've got a Shakiri or Rigi, you know. They've got players that can actually, you know, be incisive. And they've got, they've got a lot of midfielders. They've got them there. They've got Anderson. They've got uh, Keita. They've got Wijnum, if he doesn't leave for Barcelona. So I think some players do, do not leave. They don't really, I don't really see any reason for Liverpool signing any players if players don't leave. So I think Liverpool's okay. They are cool and they are good to go to defend their title this season. Okay, let's look at Manchester City. If we're talking about classic football, Pep Guardiola has actually transformed this Manchester City since he got there. And we've been seeing some classic footballs, some absolutely wonderful games from Manchester City. But one of their major problems has been defence. They have been so, so unorganised at the back. Most especially when uh, American Laporte is not around, the defense are shambles. We've seen series of matches that they lost because of their defensive errors. But let's look at this team. Have they addressed those issues? Okay, they brought in Ferran Torres and Nathan Ake. Yes, Ferran Torres is like a spark to the attack since the departure of Larosani and Davis Silva with Phil Foden, the youngster, going to be promoted to the uh, big, big team. But have they really addressed that defensive issue? Netanake, yes, is a left centre back. We can actually play the left back and the centre back in the left position. But they really need a strong figure at that back that they can really pair with um, Laporte and they are, they are connected with Kulebali. See, for me, I think they still need to make one more defensive signing and that's a centre back at um, Manchester City. If they can get Kulebali, then they really mean business. If they don't get Kulebali, we may still see a little few, few shake ups from, from, from Manchester City in the defensive line. Because of their style of play. 
Okay, that is that about that, and I've been able to give any give you insights about all those five teams and who they have gotten, who they've not gotten. But I think um, Manchester City will do well if they get Kulibali. Like I said, Liverpool is definitely going to do well because of the kind of quality they have. Chelsea, if all those players they uh, they bought performs, we can actually see another type of contender there. Uh, but there are teams that we don't really focus on in the likes of Leeds, uh, Everton. And Tottenham, Wolves, these guys are specific teams that can actually challenge for the title too. People may be looking at them like, seriously, they can't challenge. Tottenham has a very strong manager in person of Osei Mourinho. This man is a top-class coach. He knows how to accumulate points. We've seen him do it a lot of times with big, big clubs. And most people are not really talking about him because they feel they may not really reach that level of top four. But I suspect Mourinho is up to something very dangerous. And if all those big clubs don't take it, they might end up finishing out of the top four spots because of just Jose Mourinho. Another man we might actually pay attention to is uh, Marco... Uh, sorry... Carlo Ancelotti of Everton. Ancelotti has addressed his the team's problem with just three purchases. The Everton problem last season was their midfield. The midfield was not really that productive, and he's got Abes Rodriguez, Ducure, and Alan, two midfielders that can defensively hold and protect that back line, and a midfielder that can actually create good and incisive passes. So I think with the likes of Carvel uh, Lewin. Calvert-Lewin up front and Richardson Everton's are not to be joked with they mean business this season and we might as well see them push some teams out of that out of those top four and also another thing we need to watch is uh, Marcos Belicia's leads this man has been buying interestingly good players that people don't really pay attention to in the likes of Rob, Robbie Kochi and, 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 and uh, Rodrigo these are two specific players that are really good Rodrigo recently start, started for Spain and we saw we, what he could do Kochi is also a German defender that has been impressing before his purchase uh, his move to Leeds so I think these are the, play, the teams we also need to watch Wolves, Tottenham, Everton even Leicester City can still re, uh, we do that performance they did last season and we can be having a very very interesting Premier League in our hands thank you for listening again thank you for tuning thank you for clicking I'm your host first time I say goodbye on this note enjoy the Premier League success season with the fun the captivation the, 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 exact, the, 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 the exact meant of the English Premier League bye Thank you.